0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Design Recharge. This is episode 195. I'm so excited, getting so close to 200. I just want to thank everybody for coming along with me on a four-year journey. So today I am so excited to have Fabio Perez on and I've been, I've loved his work but he's also been like a in he's been part of the community been part of the family already part of the team and so he's come he res, you know shows us stuff over there he talks he get gives feedback he always has good questions um and i loved his work i think we had like maybe a talk last in january or i don't even remember when we did like a skype lunch or something yes right
1: yes and so well, the skype uh, didn't work
0: yeah. Oh well But <laughs> well, so we did something and we had lunch where we didn't eat, but we took our time during the day this to time together. And so anyway, I'm so excited. When I got to talk to him, he has such great energy. So without further ado, I'm gonna go ahead and get the questions started. So Fabio, tell us a little bit about your background and where your love for design and type and retro kind of came in.
1: Um, um hi everybody. Um the whole thing must have started when I was about 10, 11 years old, uh, back in Cuba. I think my dad took me to his job um, for the summer. I started going to his job and he used to work in a magazine. And he would drop me off at the at the uh, at the art department basically, you know. And and it was essentially, you know, the graphic design department. And I saw how everything got made, as, as old school as you can imagine. Um, you know, some ladies would type up, you know, the body copies and then they would cut it with scissors and paste it and and put it all together. And I fell in love with that. You know, it was, it was a little more, uh, you know, practical than, than your regular, you know, fine arts, um, which I, I did like, but I was, you know. I was more inclined to, to, to that part of the process. I thought, you know, the cutting and pasting and putting together, I thought it was, you know, way more interesting. Um, shortly after that, in 92, I came over to the United States. And somewhere in the process, it's almost like I forgot about it. You know, I, I got caught up in the moment and and didn't even remember that I was supposed to go down that path. You know, um,
0: so how old were you when you were a kid and you were going to your dad's work?
1: 10, 11, you know, and then I got here when I was 13.
0: So it, maybe it was just culture shock and you were like, I don't know. So was your dad, he was a designer?
1: No, not at all. No, 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 no. He was just, you know, an executive. Yeah, that's, okay. you know, nobody in my family has any sort of a artistic genes on them. Do you, you think
0: know. that that love like watching people do it by hand helped your craftsmanship?
1: Definitely, I think so. Yeah, yeah. You know the everything that you see today that is cool. You know the the hand lettering, the the you know the the inking and and just drawing with you know with pencils, and then you know they used to have these full sets of of micro pens, and they used to go over everything that that's that's what i saw that's what i learned that's what i that's what i became interested on
0: so were know? you always like an illustrator were you a kid who drew a lot and then that was just a your dad would drop you off and that was your babysitter in a way and it just was a place where you flourished
1: pretty much i mean you know i i was i think i used to be better back then at drawing you know and then little by little <laughs> little by little i sort of dropped you know Drop the pencil and and you know. Then many many years later, uh, like around 95, 96, I picked up the computer, and and learn you know how to how to work it. But essentially, I I became you know unattached from from art, you know, from ninety two to ninety six.
0: So really, during high school, kind of. Yes. So. But I mean, you know, that's kind of an awkward time for a lot of people. I mean, I wasn't like so into art then either. So then, did you always have like a love for retro? Like, did you like old movies, or was that something that came about later? Also,
1: I think that came about later, um, because you know, it. You know, the journey didn't begin in '96 either. In in '96, my parents were working at um at a company of marble. Uh, mosaics company, and and my dad shows up. Must have been more like ninety seven. My dad shows up one day with a CD with Corel Draw on it, and and he tells me, you know, <laughs> and he tells me this is what they used to do, sort of the blueprint of putting together the mosaics, and he, you know, he's like, figure it out, and. And I did figure it out. You know, and that's what I work with until today.
0: Right, because that's how you you are still you are on a PC and you are working in Corel Draw. Which yeah. is like Illustrator if people don't know. It's very I've actually had a job on a PC as well and I use Corel Draw, but it is very similar. It's kind of <laughs> like Photoshop and there there was more photo or at least that's how I remember it. But it was like in 97 and cause that's when I was a professional designer. Right. Cause um, I'm a little older than you clearly, but well. <laughs> so um, so he said a uh, Peter said, cause you can't see Peter said that's going to blow people's minds. Fabio uses Corral draw. And then he <laughs> typed a bunch of like K L S J H D, you know, nothing, not real words. Um, <laughs> he said, mind blown. So, um, uh, but it is just a tool, your mind and the design is somewhere else. But one of the things that I have, uh, you're able, you, you use a lot of humor, but you also, your color is fantastic. Um, this is one area that I really need to work on with me. And then your speed is so like, I remember one time we said something on the show and I'm not kidding. 15 minutes after the show, you were like, Hey. It's on Twitter and I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, like, I haven't I haven't even thought about like the pro the the video's still processing and you have finished and I'm just I, I mean like did you stop time? Like what happened that yeah, I think it's the booger snot thing. Um but it it really is amazing. So when you're seeing something and you have an idea, do you sketch it out? Do you What's kind of your process?
1: No, that's something that I probably should work on. You know, the sketching part, because I, you know, for the most part, ninety-nine percent of the time, I just, I just, I see it in my head, and I just, and I just go to straight to the computer and and try and get out.
0: But one of the we were talking about this before. One of the reasons that I do think you're so fast, and I don't think you probably always have been, at least. I mean, don't take this the wrong way. I mean, I hope that I would imagine that not everybody comes out of the womb just being the most amazing designer. It is a skill that you perfect in time, and right. so I feel like you have done this. And one of the reasons that you're so good at your job, job, is that the there's a lot of you don't have you have a lot of time constraints, and you don't have a lot of. Um, sometimes you'll have more time to do things, but sometimes it's like, hey, we got to get this done by the end of the day. Right. Right? And so some it teaches you to be a quick and good decision maker.
1: It's, it's on constant know. practice. You know, it's, you Absolutely. know, you do it every day. You do it every day.
0: So, like the booger snot thing, were you, um, how did you, how long did something like that take? And were you just using, like, when you use fonts and when do you use hand
1: lettering? Hand lettering, if I have a little more time. Or, you know, if the the piece calls for it, like, you know, there's there's something in the content of the piece that in my mind might call for it, you know, the sort of the organic look of it, you know, Mm -hmm. by by, by doing it by hand. Um, But most of the times I'll just cheat it and, and do it on the computer and then just, you know, beat it to death till it looks like something that was handmade. You so you know.
0: t- take like a typeface and then you vectorize it. And so it, it's in paths so that you can manipulate it. Is that kind of what you're saying?
1: Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll take, I'll do, i do all the type work and all the, all the vector work in Corel. And then I'll take it to Photoshop to, to destroy it essentially. Yeah.
0: And add textures. Cause that's another one thing that you're terrific at. Right?
1: And And add the textures on it. Yeah. Just a combination of textures, essentially, yeah.
0: So, um, all right, so let's talk about a little bit about the retro style. So how how long ago did you start? Because it seems like you just really, like, this is a great space for you. You do that really well. It's not all you do. You definitely do a lot of other things really well, too.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: it seems like that is um, an area. And I think it part of it is your illustration style, the way you texturize things, and then color again.
1: Um, I think it was, it's, it's a combination of when I, when I started getting back into, into the design mode in my head, you know, that I wanted to, I wanted to do it essentially. Um, I started just archiving as much content as I could, you know, it was sort of, it was sort of the one thing that got me back on it, you know, just by consuming and consuming and consuming and looking at blocks after blocks after blocks. And 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 when I started, you know, putting things together, the idea of the of the of the squeaky clean vector didn't seem enough to me. Hmm. And so I would take it to to Photoshop and just and just add you know some sort of texture that would make it look organic you know that would that would that would give it a feel
0: give it a too Sim- yeah simply because I,
1: I thought it was way too simple i mean that's i'm you know i'm like i think i got to do more on this and just started adding to it right and and by practice and habit it 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 became a thing
0: well and you've actually yeah. done some packaging and like for the juice bar i think or isn't it
1: no, I no. It's, what, what, it's it's on my list. I have I have to get onto something like that.
0: Um, but I think there was something. It was like um, but that would that would also use that tooth. You know, it, it seems like tactilely that's something that is really. I mean, your hand skills, your craftsmanship seem amazing. Um, so it hasn't been that long, maybe. Um, but you just consumed. I do think the more you eat. Uh, yeah. better, the more you produce better. Right. When right. Right. In comes out. So what about color? Is that something you've always been good at? Like even as a 10 year old or was that something you've developed?
1: I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. the
0: Okay. <laughs> it just, it
1: just, it just, I guess by, by seeing, by seeing things and how they work and uh, you know, I can be combinations, mm. you know?
0: So like when you're thinking about a piece like this
1: uh-huh. um,
0: and you're thinking about the colors, are you thinking about the colors from the get-go and you're putting in color or are you going to go through a couple different color options?
1: I'll go through a million combinations. Pick, yeah, I'll go through a million combinations and and I don't know, pick the one that I like the best. Um, I think for that one in particular, I made two simply because I couldn't make up my mind. All right. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know which one I liked better, and I just said, you know, let them both go out into the world. Um, and even and even because I'll probably, most likely, I'll pick the color that I want to play with in Corel. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I take it to Photoshop, um, once I'm towards the end, I might play with the hue, mm. and completely change it. You yeah. know, because because at that point, you know, once the textures are applied, um, the, the stress, um, whatever, um, by just by looking at it, you know, and what the and what the change in hue does, I might I might think it fits a little better, and okay. so.
0: Are you making your own brushes to do the distress or are you buying brushes and then adding those and then what about colors are you buying any like uh, filters or are you making your own
1: I I I, I don't want to get people mad but I haven't I haven't bought anything
0: So I you haven't. make everything Yeah So then you could sell your things
1: yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's, you don't want his, uh, anybody to have the the. <laughs> no, I
1: you know I I I, I do want to buy people's products and use them. Um,
0: no, but what about you selling what you've made?
1: <sighs> yeah, no definitely. I've been thinking about it. I, I it's just one of those things that you know I I think you know there's so many people, some great people out there. You know, putting putting phenomenal packages like that that who's going to want to look at mine? You know? There's... You know,
0: but a lot of people say that, and I know Dustin Lee would say the exact same thing because he's in very similar market.
1: Right. And, I, I mean, but, that's that's the idol. That's, but
0: <laughs> then, that just tells you that there is a market, and you can just have a different market, different segment of that market. And you do have to differentiate, but it shows you that people are spending money on those. And I think there you are going to reach people that Dustin will never reach. And I just feel like, you you should because this would be so this is the other thing we're going to talk about and it's later on is that this this stuff that you're doing and these these posters and these prints and these t-shirts this is all kind of a side business So you work a full-time job 40 right. hours a week you have a family yep. but you still find time to make work i mean granted you're like a magician because you're so fast but um <laughs> But that would be extra income coming in. I just want to encourage you. I know it's an extra, another thing, but like, I can imagine that I think you would probably make amazing, um, shots on how to use different, pro- different things. And you know what, like you, the, the little advertisements on creative market, you know, like it's not really an ad, but it's an ad for, right. a
1: yeah. Um, the, um, uh, what, how do they I can't call think it?
0: of what they're called, uh, hero images, the uh, hero images. Says. Yeah, exactly. and Brian White's here, and Doc's here, and Megan is here. Anyway, just so you, everybody's saying hey. Um, so Peter says he has to beat you with a stick to get off your tail and get that done. It really is. I don't, I really <laughs> think that you, and I think a lot of people think that. I think a lot of people think, oh, well, somebody else is doing it, and then, but you know what? So if I had never, I don't think I have the same audience as Debbie Millman, right? Probably not. (laughs) Um, But if I said, I'm never going to be like Debbie Millman, I'm never going to start this podcast. I mean, we would have never met. So it's kind of, even though it's my own little way, I feel like I have my own reach and there's somebody else, you know, there's the reason me and you are friends, right? Right. And it's not because we were just in a Slack channel together. It was because of this. And so if I had said to you, hey, well, I'd really like to start this podcast. But, you know, there's this other lady who's, like, really good. And she's really has better equipment and does everything better. And she's nicer. And she never says shoot boogers or boogers not. then, (laughs) Then would you have said, you're right, Diane. You know what? You should never start that. You would never have said that, would you? Yeah, I, I I
1: know, I know. That's right? So, absolutely.
0: And Doc says he's guilty of that thinking too. It really is. But like Brian White, I can't wait for you guys to meet in person. Because Brian White is just as prolific, right? He's He is wicked fast too. Yes, yes. But he just, he puts stuff out there. And you know, I just feel like there's something, it's like angel wings in a way. Because he just tries and he puts it out there. And, and you know, like he's sold things. Like I have bought things from Brian White and Brian makes great product. Are there other people making similar products? Absolutely. But sometimes Fabio, people want to just buy what you make because they see what you do with it. And they think maybe I can do that too.
1: Right. Right.
0: Anyway, I'm just trying to.
1: No, 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 no. no. I, you're absolutely correct. Yes. I, you know, Make it a a goal for next year.
0: And Brian says you're going to have beer with him at Creative South. And Amy says, listen to this. I love this. Such wisdom. Amy says, no one else can create what you can, Fabio, so there's your advantage. And you could even do a whole class on just being fast or making decisions or, hey, here, do these. I mean, there's so many things. Anyway, let's move on because people don't want to – I'm a good cheerleader, but let's – Get through talking about what you're great at. <laughs> so, color and illustration. So you actually are really good with color. You're really good with illustration. And then you're also really good with type, which is actually a, a threesome that doesn't happen a ton. Sometimes people are more deficit in type if they're better at illustration um, or vice versa. So did you, when you were consuming, were there any blogs or a particular artists like Cassandra, I think of his like, uh, travel posters. Um, was there anybody that you really, really dug into and, or that you can remember?
1: Absolutely. Uh, the guy back when I was working with my parents, um, and I started getting, you know, the itch to get back into design. Um, I don't know how I got started, but I started, you know, digging through blocks and blocks and I found, the work of Scott Hansen, I saw fifty, and just blew my mind. And 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 I, you know, and then and then I found out that he was also a DJ and a musician, and he was selling, uh, you know, products like T-shirts and posters, and and the whole combination of everything that he was doing, just entirely blew my mind. You know, I'm like this guy's Huh? Because why? Because, you know, he for the most part, or at least I I guess back you know, back in that in that moment, I thought that, you know, you could only do one. Uh, You know? You can only you can only be good or great at at one, you know, sort of um, profession or And, and this guy was just living my life. I'm like, you know, that's everything I want to do, you know. I, you know, I want to create super cool work like that. His colors, um, I love his color combinations. That that hue that he has on all his work, you know, very 70-ish, uh, that was my biggest influence. And then at some point, I, I had to stop looking at his work so I wouldn't, you know, subconsciously, you know,
0: like right right well i mean i feel like we learn from the masters we replicate for a while and then we start making our own right yeah,
1: yeah.
0: so um so what if he never started what if he never showed any of his work because somebody else had already done it
1: i i don't know right he would have
0: never <laughs> influenced you and you would have never made anyway i'm just telling you you've got to <laughs> just riding you. Other people are in there saying that um, uh, Peter says Fabio has just such great potential and just needs more pushing. So, um, and then Doc said, "Living my life." What a great quote! He said he was going to borrow that. <laughs> but I feel like people are influenced from you as well. So, let's talk about being fast. Um, how long that booger snot one? How long did that one take you to do? And were you doing it while you were? Listening to the show. Did you start during the show? Because it seemed like it was bam, you were done.
1: No, um, I usually, I usually listen, I usually take lunch at 2.30 so I can listen to your show. And I go to the, to the nearby coffee shop and just sit there and, and enjoy the show, the show basically by myself. And so by the time the show was over and had a blast that day with the whole boogers thing, I, you know, by the time the the show was over, I got in my car, I went back to work, and it was the first thing that came out, and and I sent it to you.
0: Yeah, and it was super fast. <laughs> so, so this is something I feel like a lot of designers have issues with. It could be in the concept concept phase, ideation phase. Um, it could be in the production phase. Um, And then sometimes it's in that decision-making phase at the end when you're trying to figure out colors, right? What's in concepting, what's been um, something that you've done or you've noticed that has gotten you faster?
1: Uh, Just, just go with a decision,
0: Mm. you know,
1: just whatever comes to mind, just, just go with it. You know, because I'm one of, I'm one of those that, I mean, I have tons and tons and tons of work that never see the light of day. You know, make up a quick thing and just like ah, who cares? Boom, delete. And but at some point, and I guess my job has essentially helped me a lot. You know, in in this particular area, I don't I don't have the time to to dwell on it, to sit on it. I have yeah. to I have to open up a door and just start running down that you know that path. And and wherever it takes me. If they don't like it, then I have to run back and then, you know, go another way. But you know, I can't just sit there and think, okay, what am I gonna do with this? Right. I don't have, I don't have that luxury. And so I guess that uh combined with the fact that, you know, a lot of these pieces are, are merely for fun. hmm You know, there's there's no I guess there's no way to go wrong about it, right? You know? Right.
0: So I'm going to share my screen because I pulled this up, and you actually made one for Type Ed, and Rachel's here, so I want her to see this too, um, and maybe she already has. And for some reason, I'm not logged in, so I can't, like, hit love or whatever. But um, <coughs> let me um, let me show people because I think Brian was asking what the um, thing was. And so let me share my screen. Okay. And okay, so there's the booger snot one. And it's um, – I mean, you typed in stuff, but then you made the booger snot part special, I think. <laughs> right? I don't think that's what the type came out looking like, right?
1: No, not at all. I just, I put some sort of booger knots flying across.
0: <laughs> right. So, but, but this was something that literally... I mean, I really do think in 15 minutes after this show was over, you had this up. And so I'm going to show you the, so, um, so this was for Amir's birthday. Again, this is not something that you are, um, I think it's practice. Actually, you will do something and then put something up. So, um, this one, this one was great. This was, um, I appreciate that, but, but I, by accident use Siri all the time. And she does not know Fabio, so she called you Bobbio. and I hit. That. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but there is another uh, another one again that shows concept, right? You're con- concepting things out from right. from the, the get go, and then maybe playing with color. But then um, Rachel, I'm not sure if you saw this one. This was from um, last week. Yes, yeah, from last week, which I thought is terrific. So, um, all right. So let me stop sharing. Because um, now I can see. So we had a bunch of people were saying stuff. Um So Brian, we got your booger snacks. Uh, you got to see it. So Jose says drinking all those. I don't know how to say that word. Cafecitos. Cafecito. Cafecito. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so do you think caffeine plays a role? Huh? Do you think caffeine? I'm assuming that's. Coffee or caffeine, caffeinated beverages. Do you think that plays a role in you being fast?
1: No, I can. No, I can. No, I don't. I don't think it does anything at this point. I can. I can drink a whole colada and go to sleep like a baby. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> okay. So
0: um, anyway. So um, with so in the next phase in production. You've again made decisions quick you've come up with something and you told me this earlier you have an idea in your head and then you just go for it mm-hmm. and i think it's about that you've done this so many times that you know what works and what doesn't and you're not afraid this is one of my fears is making something ugly so i just won't do it i just won't start and it's the same thing like what you're saying is there's a lot of stuff that never goes out in public right right but you right. still make it you're still creating it it doesn't have to be seen but it's in a way, it's practice. Do you think that's one of the reasons that you're fast production-wise?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have a choice. Mm. You know, I they expect it from me, and I have to deliver. So uh,
0: tell us about your work, like work life at or work at work. Like, how many things are you producing in a day? What are some days like, and then what are other days like?
1: Um. I work in a in a print shop, in a, in a t-shirt printing shop, and and we do uh, most of the work for, for all the major cruise lines and and, and blood banks. Um, those are like, you know, the two heavy industries uh, as far as clients. Um, and so we have to, you know, the art department is run by, you know, a friend of mine who's the art director, and I'm the art director, and it's just us two, basically. And we just have to, you know, crank out art and art and art and art uh on a r- ridiculous level um and on top of that i have to i have to get it approved by you know three or four levels of of you know third parties that are involved and then essentially output it for production and and you know quality control et cetera, et cetera et cetera, and so Are you
0: doing the, so nobody, you're not giving the file to somebody else to make for the screens. You actually have to do that part too sometimes, right?
1: I do that all the time, yes.
0: So that also makes you more, your quality goes up because you know what the screens are able to do. And so you can work within the parameters
1: better? Exactly. I, when I'm, when I'm designing something from scratch, because somebody asked me for it, for something, um... I I know exactly what I'm sending out. You know, I I know how to deal with it when it comes when it comes back approved. Um I can I can I can work on the on the limit of colors. I can I can I can work essentially with all the information I have. You know, so that I can so that I can make my job easier, you know, by the time to output it. All right, you know.
0: So Having, I, I must think that having limited color palettes, working in limited color palettes also has made you better because you've gotten, you've had to work in different or limited parameters for so right. long at such a high intensity of output.
1: Right.
0: That, that that must be, but it's it's about making, making the things and doing quantity, right? It, right. And to some extent,
1: right. It's the ten thousand the ten thousand hour rule. You know, right. you do it every day, and you do it every day, and you do it every day, and and it reaches that level where it's second nature. Right. You know, uh, right. the decision making, the the you know everything.
0: But for people like me that are afraid of making something ugly, you would tell me to just get off my butt and just start making it, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I love your work. You know. <laughs> and and just like me there's probably a ton of people that that love it as well and so you know we we live in a day and age where where you find your audience
0: mm. you know yeah absolutely so see you're ta- oops i just dropped my pen i have to go get it um sorry hey, it's like i could be somebody else when i come back up anyway <laughs> Um, so, okay. So last part about the being fast, because I really feel like people, one, it's just about practicing one. It's about, um, I think consuming has made you consuming more good work has made you be able to execute and have ideas. But I, so I think that's, those are two keys that I'm pulling from this that I can tell my students,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and then other designers and myself, I guess.
1: Right. And
0: then, um, the other thing was in the production phase when after you've met with the client and you've done everything, you actually probably are thinking about those things as you're designing them so that the production phase is almost null and void because you've already covered that stuff early on. Right?
1: Right. Right. Exactly. Um, you know, I'll get the, I'll get the, I'll get the email saying, you know, I have a, you know, a blood drive, you know, with this particular theme coming up and, next week or next month um can you get me something winter theme? and i'll usually put together three or four options within the day and and send them over and and most of the times i'll i'll have a hint at which one they might end up picking and and what i'll do is that i'll i'll take that one and i'll and i'll, I'll put it for production and leave, it, and leave it in a folder. Wow. And so I've been wrong, but by the time it comes back approved, all I got to do is just, you know, take it out of the place and just, you know, green light it to production.
0: So that that makes you really, um, one, that you understand how to read people
1: uh-huh. and know
0: what they're wanting. Yeah. And then it makes you really valuable to your employer, I'm assuming, because it does cut out a lot of time. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so so um so how about you coming up with stuff on your own is it harder to come up when you don't have parameters like uh blood drive about the themes going to be parades i don't know
1: like, um, when
0: you're at home do you just say hey i'm doing beer or i'm doing coffee or like cuz you do a lot of coffee stuff so is it just from love of things
1: it's it's the most generic thing I can think of. It's, it's the one thing that I know most people are not mm-hmm. going to have a problem with. <laughs> it's, you know, that's, that's actually for me, that part, like everything that I do for me, for myself, that's, that's the hardest part. Hmm. Thinking, thinking what to do.
0: Because you're trying to sell it.
1: Um, uh, yeah. you're
0: Trying to connect.
1: I, I think both. You know, like at the end, I'll, I'll think, you know, if it makes a good product, if it makes a good poster, if it makes Mm -hmm. a good, you know, if there's something that I can turn into, to sell. Yeah. Um, you know.
0: Will people buy this? I mean.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: You do have to think. And so I think that the coffee stuff, the, um, you know. The the beer stuff you've done a lot of other things as well. Like that, there's mm-hmm. a, one of my favorite things is the mixing bowl. Okay, um, I, I should probably just um, so tell them when you started your store, and then I'm going to go to your PDF and we're going to go through that. So
1: okay,
0: and it's an online store, and you can find it at slash shop slash 20 and then 21, and then the, the you're spelling out twenty, then the numbers two one, and then ONE creative. But then you can also, I think you can access it through your main shop, or your main site, which is 21creative.com, everything spelled out. I'm gonna actually right. in the um in the chat right now. So when did you open it?
1: Um I think it was 2012. Um it was right, it was basically a couple of months after I started working at this place. Uh, when I started working at this place, I had no idea how a shirt got printed. And basically, I, you know, I learned my way on the job. Um, and, uh, and so, basically, I, I became obsessed, you know, with the whole screen printing technique and so much that i wanted to do it at home i wanted to do the posters i wanted to you know screen print in my home Mm -hmm. and i and i went and 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 got everything i needed on ebay you know i went on a a spending spree and i I got me like 10 screens and the and the and the white format printer and the and um, the squeegees and the, and all the chemicals. And by the time I spent, I think it was like, you know, two weekends trying to get the, uh, the emotion right. And the, (laughs) and, and trying to cure the screens, you know, properly. I said, this is madness. You know, all I, you know, this is crazy. All I gotta do, all I gotta do is hit control print. You know, I got the printer. It's a little bit bigger than an eight and a half. So, you know, you know, it's a little bit, different than what anybody else could probably offer and so i i i went on this obsession and and got the 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 most expensive paper that i could find you know which was um canson paper uh it's french it's like 300 grams thick i couldn't even roll it to mail it out and and so i started sandwiching you know the print with two pieces of cardboard and shipping it out like that and you know I started getting back like 30-35% of them punched right in the middle by the wonderful postal service people and so I started downgrading on paper you know just so that I could be able to roll it mm-hmm. and then that turned into being able to buy mailing tubes and securing the prints and and then, my, and then the combination of that, sort of with my wife being, you know, crazy about Etsy around the time, and she's like, you know, do, you got to do something on Etsy, you got to do something on Etsy, you got to do something on Etsy. Um, maybe like a year ago, Amir had gotten me the invite for Dribble. you know, which I changed my life. You know, I will always thank him for that. Um... And so I started. I didn't have anything tangible. I didn't have anything real to put up on dribble, right? Like the work that I was doing, um, I couldn't. I'm gonna share show it. your
0: dribble. I'm gonna share my screen and show your dribble. Okay. So, um, let me go to dribble real quick. Keep talking.
1: All right. So basically, the work that I that I was doing for real wasn't shareable, or mm-hmm. at least I think shouldn't be. I don't know. You know. So I, I wouldn't. To this day, I never share the work that I actually do. Um, and so I started making up stuff to put up on Dribbble, just to be active, you know, to, you know, to enjoy my, my privileges. And, you know, the things like the rocket and the Fly Me to the Moon, sort of, you know, were born out of that. And that combined with, you know, started working at this place and wanting to do something and the Etsy, the, the Etsy thing, I just started putting them up, you know, uh, a couple of prints um, up in the shop. They didn't get a sale until like four months after. Uh, and I just started uploading more and more work. And, you know, next thing you know, the Etsy shop became a thing.
0: So... It takes time, is what I've heard you say. Um, one to get better, and two, don't give up. But you also figured out that it wasn't so much about the actual physicality of it that really attracted you. You, I think we said you said this to me last uh, it, back in January. Whenever we talked, you said, um, "You know, I could just hit Command P, and I, yeah. you know, it. I was getting what I liked." From the actual Photoshop or whatever, instead of it only being, um, you know, the physical and making that texture. I love this project. The um, the days of type. Okay. Um, Thirty six. Thirty six days of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I think I can click in, right? It's not letting me. Anyway, um, but these are these were really neat. Re- Talk about this project just a little bit.
1: That was uh, that was for this year. Uh, mm-hmm. I have I had done it the last the last two years uh, with the intention of of doing something different, a different take, different textures, different style. Um, you know, just just trying to test myself. You know, in how many different ways I could I could do something like that. Um, it became, it became, it was wonderful to do because it became like a, like a 15 minute exercise in the morning,
0: Hmm.
1: you know, um, like every day, you know, it was like, okay, what are we doing today? And I just, you know, crank something out and, you know, 15, 20 minutes and, uh, and be a part of it. And then now for this third year, um, I, I, I went with a different take, which was, you know, the one that you had up. No. And
0: let yeah. me go back. Um, <laughs> and,
1: and instead of instead of focusing on on the different feels and, and textures and styles on it, I figure I, I featured um, you know the the most famous or the most used uh, typefaces by designers hmm. uh, per day you know so you know starting with Ariel, you know Bodoni, Right, uh, comic sense.
0: <laughs> that was a little scary.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I actually, I actually made it because the day that the C was due, it was the same day of April's fool. Oh,
0: ooh, and so I,
1: I actually, I actually made, I actually made a comic sense one.
0: <laughs> That's terrific. So um uh, fifteen to twenty minutes, Megan says, Oh my goodness, you're killing me. Megan says that. She's like, so um encourage Megan. What would you tell Megan? So I think Megan is overwhelmed that it was so fast, but it, it was because you were doing it regularly, right?
1: Yeah. And, and and like I said, everything everything becomes uh this this huge jukebox in your head. Mm. Where all the all the tools, all the tricks, um, everything you've seen, it's in there. And mm-hmm. so by the time that you want to do something, if you come in with an idea of what to do, all you have to do is just, you know, pull from the jukebox what you need and just apply it. And, and if on top of that, a few of those um, processes... You have them somewhat streamlined mm-hmm. to your liking, to your mm-hmm. you know muscle memory. Right. It's 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 all one flat line. You can go as as quick as you can.
0: So, like, if somebody was starting it and they were like, "Oh man, those the one where it, like Clarendon or whatever, it has all the stuff. There's a lot of shadows. If there's texture, maybe that's not what." Um, you would start with if you were just starting you might start with a different option meaning you would start with something that you it wasn't so much of a push but it would be a push after a certain amount of time so somebody like me who wasn't uh, great at lettering I probably wouldn't do a lettering maybe I wouldn't do a whole word maybe I would just do a single letter um, or it's just something so that you're pushing yourself some but maybe right you're not trying to take on so many things because I think a lot of people they look at what you've done and they're like oh my goodness I can never do that that quick but really you've learned and you've added new things on in right. time and that's gotten you faster and better but you right. faster you don't try to do everything at once you learn exactly And also, compositionally, you're going at something which is really difficult to do. I think Draplin does it really well, and I know you do it really well, is um, simplicity. You know, sometimes we overwork things. And I think by you having tight deadlines and having to make decisions quick, you you just, you don't, maybe you don't overwork. Or you can look at it, you step back quick, and you're like, nope, I don't need that, let's go.
1: Right. Exactly. I mean... You have to you have to focus on on the most important part and just make that, you know, make sure that shines or that comes through. And then, I mean, you can you can you can finish and then start reducing, Mm. you know, you will realize that at some point it's a little bit too much. Right. You know, and as it has happened to me plenty of times where I just like the page is completely fully loaded of crap that that, you know, the piece doesn't need. Right and you know and then you start making variations you know Mm -hmm. of the same thing you know with without you know different colors and and at that point it's it's your call you know which one gets gets put out there
0: and you're not deleting kind of like draplin does too he'll just make a copy and so you're you're just making variations so you can kind of look at everything everything that you have and make decisions from that right
1: absolutely my you know my my Typical workspace. Uh, even when I save the file, it's it's got like you know sixty iterations of of one thing, and it's slightly different, black and white, uh, inverted. You know, totally different set of fonts, uh, colors, and at some point you got to pull the trigger and say, okay, so you drop. You know? Yeah.
0: All right. So I want to show them your PDF that you sent me. So, and I sure hope Amir comes back to creative South so that you can, um, please. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, um, I have to move this sucker over so you guys can see, can you see even the stuff over there on the right? Yeah, probably. All right. So, um, take us through some of what this is. So t-shirt designs.
1: Yeah. Those are the ones that I do for work. Um, those are the ones that I usually uh, do for the cruise lines uh, for the locations, you know, from Alaska to Spain to, you know, these are the shirts that you see on the, uh, the shop, uh, the gift shop uh, on the, on the, on the ships. Um, And again, you know, those, those are, those are heavy, you know, those are, you know, usually when the, when that, when that email comes in, it's like, you know, we need a hundred designs by next Tuesday. Holy so, moly. And yeah, and so it's me and, and me and my buddy just, you know, cranking out, you know, design.
0: So Dan says the Alaska Orca lockup way rad. All right, so let's go to the next page. So this is stuff like a regular day work that you have to do a ton of designs and then they're going to choose. How many would they choose? Like would one?
1: Um, they're usually like about 80% of what we send.
0: Wow. They're yeah. going to make the all those t-shirts?
1: I think from there... Wow. I think from there, there's only like two that didn't get picked up, maybe.
0: Wow! But I,
1: I like them, so I you know I put them there. <laughs>
0: right. Oh, so Brian White asks: Is your closet full of T-shirts? Uh, yeah, but <laughs> that's not most,
1: all. They're mostly about they're mostly about the heat.
0: Right. <laughs> all right. So, what's something like this? Is this something you would do for work?
1: Uh no. This is actually an event that takes place here in Miami. As a matter of fact. This year's is it's coming right up now on, on Friday,
0: uh, oh, wow. called
1: Buskerfest. Uh, yeah, the 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 founders uh, contacted me like four years ago. Um, uh, we met at a coffee shop, and the guy, you know, told me you know what he wanted to do and what and what Buskerfest was all about, and and I've been doing the work for them every year ever since
0: um, so, so in your freelance you're actually doing freelance for yourself and have your own company and selling prints but then you're also doing freelance design for people
1: yes okay yes All
0: right, so what about something like this
1: um pretty much same thing uh, the story on that one it's a little bit funny uh, this girl here in Miami started with this hashtag movement of having coffee Cuban coffee at, at three or five in the afternoon which which three o five is the area code for Miami, uh. and I saw the tweet and and I thought it was genius and i and I jumped at it, you know, and next thing you know, I made a logo for somebody that didn't know that wanted a logo <laughs> and 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 just the whole thing got built from scratch and you know and it and it took off its own little you know social media movement down here
0: that's cool. All right. So, what about something like this?
1: A um, couple of pieces for AIGA. Um, again, I used to know. I know the president, and I, I used to know a girl that used to work for there. I don't know how we we bump into each other one day, and she had a couple of uh, she had a couple of programs uh, going on, and she asked me, uh, you know, if I could come up with something, and 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 I did those two.
0: So Dan says, and this is the Dan Marino. Um, he okay. says, the ki- that kind of work, 305 and work from the heart for something you're 110% in on yields fantastic results. Yeah, I mean, your work is <laughs> really good. All right, so what about these? Because, so, you know, there's a range here for sure. And I think that um, another one of your talents. But one thing, if you look at there, you know, there's a focus And I know that you're making decisions quick, like, but it, it there's concept and then there's, um, it's not overworked. And I think that to me is one of my issues. So do you want to tell us
1: about these? These are, um, I know somebody that works for the AAA, the AAA arena down here and, and every year for whenever they have, uh, artists come, come in, they do this thing where they, you know, they, they say thanks to the artist, you know, with a, with a plaque or uh, with a Miami Heat jersey. And they wanted to try something different with like a poster, um, you know, saying thanks for, for coming in. And, and these are a couple of pieces that I did, including uh, uh, the one on the top, Right hand corner was an ad that was featured on a couple of magazines, you know, saying thank you for the new year hmm. from the AAA. So.
0: so, Brian White wants to know, and I we did kind of miss this a little bit maybe, but what's your background in school? Because we talked about how you your dad would take you, um, but what did you study in school? And you were doing it, you came back to it like in high school, right? You started doing, he gave you a Corel Draw. Did you go to college for this?
1: Yeah, no, I I, I went to high school. Um, nothing, no involvement with art whatsoever. Uh, after after graduating high school, I took about three years off uh, and just working everywhere I could. Um, and then back in and then in '98, I decided to to actually go back to school, and I ended up going to the art institute of Fort Lauderdale. And, but quite frankly, I, that one I breezed through as well. I I went and got my diploma, but I don't remember being there.
0: (laughs) Were you working a lot at the time?
1: Yeah, I was working, I was working, I was working at the Miami Herald at that moment uh, in downtown, and I had to, I had to get out of there by five and make it, to uh north miami beach uh for a lot i'm sorry uh by six so there's no way that i could do that so i had to switch jobs and get me a job at um at uh, at another printing company they used to do like patches for uniforms mm-hmm. and and it was closer to the school and so by the time i got out of there at five i was able to make it to school but you know i I can't say that I gained anything than more than a, you know, 20 something thousand, well, you know, <laughs> frame hanging up in my wall.
0: Right, right, right.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I want to, I want to go back just to see, uh, talk about some, uh, some more of your work. So let me screen share. I know we're almost out of time. Okay, You're taking lunch. <laughs> which, yeah. Which I appreciate greatly. <laughs> um, so, um, I'm just going to, this looks like another kind of, um, uh, yeah, free, work. freelance
1: freelance work. Um,
0: uh, but you're doing I, some Instagram or uh, social media pieces and booklets or.
1: Um, I was doing everything they asked me for. You know, uh, can you can you can you do me a, a presentation a booklet mm-hmm. and you know can you do, uh, you know can you do a couple of things to put on social media? Right. And and. So the package was, that's another client uh, that I've never met, uh, that I've I've known him for like six years now. and
0: In Delaware?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's cool.
1: Yeah. A uh, couple of different pieces. The one on the top is a buddy of mine that has a body shop. Uh, bottom left is a mail out that I did for a friend of mine who who works for another company but their 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 creative services um you know had something very generic and he wanted to impress this client and i basically you know did it for him so he could get the account and
0: (laughs) that's awesome yeah so this is this is the packaging i was thinking of
1: okay okay right yeah this is the most yeah these these are more recent uh again a guy that i met here a couple of years ago has a has a gas station and he sells uh crawlers and growlers which i didn't know either what they were until i went and met with him uh basically beer in a can Mm -hmm. um and then little by little i did you know i did the the can uh really the the growler redesign and the and the crawler redesign and he also has a uh, uh, you know those cleansing juices and he you know he asked me if I could do that i said sure i've never done it before but i'll give it a try
0: yeah you and did w- really well and then these are just some brands
1: uh brand, random logos through the years
0: that's awesome it kind of it's a lot to um to take in maybe i'll put the pdf if you want me to on the underneath your thing, so people can go back through. So Friday must be your favorite day.
1: <laughs> it's and I know people react to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. So it's no <coughs> audience for sure.
1: Right.
0: I just want people to see some of this stuff. So the Bobbio is me calling. It's Siri. Right. <laughs> how Siri here is <laughs> Bobbio. Right. But just such beautiful work. So you sell stickers on your site. You sell, yep. you have this t-shirt. Um, yep. What other kind of things besides, uh, it? you sell coasters too, right? Yes. I bought some of those for my sister. Huh. Oops, I didn't mean to zoom in. I meant to go to the next one. And then lots of prints. So these, um, you have a bunch of prints that are different cities that are like um, uh, maps. Right. And then people who, you know, definitely just positive messages. I think that that's another one of your strengths is, is, you know, don't let anything kind of get you down. You also have a love for Star Wars.
1: Right, right, right.
0: And then I love the robots. But the texture, like the drink good beer with good friends, I love that one. The colors in the cafe espresso, absolutely beautiful. But, like, the spaceship one, that was just you trying to figure out what you were going to do, right?
1: Um. The travel across the universe. Mm-hmm. I had just I had just watched the movie Travel Across the Universe <laughs> um, about the Beatles. Oh,
0: huh?
1: And 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 the quote just stayed with me for like mm-hmm. a for like a week, and and I think I I think I started drawing uh, the planets, and and put the phrase together, and one thing led to another, and. And that's that's how that one got born.
0: It's beautiful. And then you have a whole uh, more planets and kind of um, to the moon, things like that. And then I love the crayon one. Boy, I really, um, but like, may the force be with you. That's a great one for, has like a retro feel, but then it also, you know, it's Star Wars. Right. Then this one's beautiful tons. I mean, you definitely have that inspiration, but your type and you have such fun with it. But again, it's just not overworked. And so it it just has a very strong message. So I'm just praising you all I can. Thank so you so much. 36 days of type. So different challenges uh, from different years, right?
1: Uh, I think, yeah, I think it's either a combination or I think they're all from the, from that year, from the second year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Those are beautiful. Thank you.
0: All right. And then that was the last one. So now we can go back. And so it is two 30. So I want to share with people how they can get in touch with you. And, um, so if you go to Instagram, it's at 21 creative, and that is all spelled out. Hopefully, this will let me do it. And then on Dribbble and Twitter, you can see it. It's 20 spelled out, and then the numbers 2 1 and then O N E. And then again, if you want to get this, uh, buy stuff, you can just hunt for him on Etsy at 21Creative, or you can just go to his website, which is 21Creative.com. Everything is spelled out. And there you go. Um, but Fabio, thank you so much. And thank you so can't wait to hug your neck in yes. April. And Absolutely. I am I really do. I hope Amir's there so because it's different when you get to see people that you've known for a long time right. and then it's in person.
1: Yep. Right? I'm, I'm, I can't wait. I can't wait.
0: Uh, me neither. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> we have one more episode of Design Recharge and that will be next week for the year of 2016. It is my He's a brother from another mother, Ben Hannum. He has written some, uh, he's on his second book. And of course, I can't find it. Oh, here it is. Hang on a second. It is a graphic design, a graphic design student's guide to freelance, which actually has uh, stuff in there that we can use. Also, there's contracts and things like that. And then the one he's doing now is, oh, blank, um, bad word but it doesn't have a bad word on it. It's like, you know, how they do it when they write it and but it's not really writing it, and um, it's for portfolio. So I'm super excited, we're going to talk about the new book, and I hope you guys join me for the last Design Recharge of the year. And if you need to get in touch with me, you can always email me at Diane at you.com. You spell out Y-O-U, and then just check out any of the old episodes at Design Recharge, Whatever. Let me tell you where you check (laughs) it out. I don't know what is up with me today. Um, But so let me tell you what a couple people said real quick because I know you got to go. But Brian said, Brian White, um, says your typographic work is refreshing, refreshingly fun. It's different from the mainstream design, and it's all got your good style.
1: So that's Brian.
0: And then Jose says, Fabio. Good job, man. (laughs) thank you guys for coming and sharing along i hope you got inspired to maybe make I, it inspires me to just make some choices and not be worried about um throwing something on the floor even though it everything doesn't have to be perfect yep so you're such an inspiration so thank you thank you thank mate. you and <laughs> I'm super excited that I get to see you in April and hopefully I get to see many of the rest of you in April too, but I will see you guys next week. And Dan says, love listening on midday during my 3 PM down slump while at work. Man, me too. This is like my sleep time. Not that I ever take a nap during the day, but this is not my most um, exciting. And Jeffy Thomas says super inspiring. So thank you. Thank you so much, Fabio. And I'll see you guys next week.